Not a great audio clip for the podcast listeners, but for the video people, if you're listening or watching on Spotify, there's a mixtape. There's a highlight mixtape because Slam Ball, the basketball football sport thing with all the trampolines and the dunks, is coming back. Obviously, there are too many sports. ESPN 8, the Ocho, came as a bit during COVID and they took it away like Ninkin poops. Why not? Why not Slam Ball? Folks, why not slam ball? That's what I have to say. Why not slam ball? Oh, wow. Detroit is trending. Let's see what that's about. Is it sports or not sports? No. Self-funded U.S. House candidate beats APAC-backed opponent in Detroit. That's boring. I don't care about Michigan politics. I'm sorry. Slam ball is on the way back. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast, news, narratives, takes gambling, etc. I scroll Twitter and Reddit so that you don't have to. Give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Watch on YouTube. Subscribe. Unsubscribe. Resubscribe. Do whatever you need to do if you like it. Going to be a quick one today. We're going to shit on the University of Michigan a little later. So that'll be fun. (sighs) The takes are flying. Everyone is really excited because football is back. The Las Vegas Raiders... And the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing a game at 8.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the year of our lower 20 and 22. It's the Hall of Fame game. Uh, preseason starts in earnest one week from today. You can bet on it. The Jags are uh, two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I don't know who their backup quarterback is. I don't know. Let's Google it. Jaguars backup QB. C.J. Beathard. And the Raiders backup QB, it used to be Marcus Mariota, it's not now. See, this is the kind of thing you gotta get that you gotta get your muscles ready. Raiders backup QB. Garrett Gilbert. Ew. What? Nick Mullins, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't bet on this game. <laughs> but you can if you want. There is money to be made in the preseason. Usually the real preseason starts um there's three weeks in the preseason now. There used to be four, and the way it used to work is that the third preseason game was like the walkthrough, and then Sean McVay was like, yeah, I'm not playing starters in preseason. That's dumb. There's nothing to get out of that, and they're like, well, it's a warm-up, and he's like, well, that's, it's still stupid. Kind of agree, and now, uh, so then the fourth preseason game used to be the last prayer for people who were trying to make the team, and now they're like, well, that game is stupid and irrelevant. And like, well, if starters are going to play with so they got rid of one. Eventually, it'll be down to one or two. The preseason is objectively dumb, um, and four weeks of preseason games was so stupid. I think it's 25% of the actual season it used to be. So now they still play 20 games, but 17 are regular season games, and one is a preseason game. Okay. Backlash over Deshaun Watson continues. As expected, the National Football League has elected to appeal the suspension, and who do they appeal to? Themselves, of course, which is hilarious. So the way that it works, I think I've explained this, uh, an independent arbiter, an arbitrator, Judge Sue Brown, uh, Sue Robinson, excuse me, Sue Robinson. She has the ability, or she was tasked with handing down punishment. She handed down six games for Deshaun Watson, six games for Stephen Ross. The NFL can appeal whatever it wants. Stephen Ross is an owner and a billionaire, and he doesn't have a a union, but he's a billionaire. Deshaun Watson has a union, and the union was like, we're not going to appeal. The NFL has appealed the decision, and they are recommending a, this is official, per Jeff Darlington, who used to be with ESPN. I don't know who he's with now. and I don't know these people. I, they are just the, a blue check mark, who is sort of reputable, has said that the NFL wants a an indefinite suspension 
with a minimum of a year plus a fine. Remember, he was suspended six games, Deshaun was, but there was no fine. His contract is structured. This is disgusting. His contract is, is structured as such that he only makes a million dollars this year because he knew that he would be suspended. And so the Browns, they didn't pay him any money this year. Most contracts are front-loaded, and then they're back-loaded. So there's like the salary in the middle is not much, but they make an ass-ton in the front, and they're owed an ass-ton in the back end. Deshaun Watson is making no money right now, like a couple, like, like less, way less than rookie money for his new extension. And the reason that is is because they knew he'd be suspended. When you're suspended, you can't make money, which is disgusting. It's him saying, like, I'm obviously going to be suspended for a year-ish, so let's backload the contract. And the NFL is going to be like, no, no. The way that this will work now is that the NFL will appeal to itself. Hilarious. I can't believe the players signed that. I mean, it was a good CBA for money, but that's a bad deal. So then the NFL will appeal to itself. It'll do whatever it wants, which will be at least a year. And then they'll find him probably. And then Watson can sue in court. He will lose that lawsuit. But while that lawsuit is happening, he could be able to play. So what could theoretically happen is he could play for like two weeks at the beginning of the year if a, if a judge orders a stay while the court hears the case and then, it gets, and then he gets suspended for a year. And if this, if this suspension lasts into next year, he'll lose a lot of money, which people want. And the backlash is getting, I mean, it's still there. The NFL dropped the Stephen Ross stuff as a way, like, oh, look over here. Sexual assault didn't happen. And everyone's like, yeah, no, Deshaun Watson, fuck that guy. Which is fair enough. He, <laughs> Adam Schefter reported, Deshaun Watson has been adamant and steadfast in his belief that he did, he believes that he didn't do anything wrong. But the Haslam's just put out a statement that said he's obviously remorseful. Uh, no. So we'll see how that goes. Aaron Rodgers opens up in an interview with Sports Illustrated about how he used a hallucinogenic DMT to help him reach a new point in his life. You don't fucking say. <laughs> he showed up to uh, training camp looking like the like Jack, or not Jack, Nicholas Cage and Con Air with the wife beater. What the fuck is he doing, man? It's hilarious. Sports Illustrated, more interesting. Let's look at this. Sports Illustrated has something on their Twitter page. It says, we see this right here. Sports Illustrated, text us at 917-503-9577. Why? To chat? What? Has it gotten that bad, guys? Weird. I, no, I'm not going to text you. What? You can't have my data. You guys kind of suck now. Yeah, anyway, uh, Aaron Rodgers using DMT is the least surprising thing ever. Remember when he was engaged to Shailene Woodley, but now he's with someone called Blue of Earth. Allegedly, he got a, a tattoo with a couple lions on them looking at each other. His inner line, I don't know what it's, what's going on, but it is hilarious. Uh, training camp news, couple highlights. Uh, highlight number one is this guy, Trevor Penning, the first round tackle for the New Orleans Saints. He got kicked out of practice for starting a fight for the third day in a row. Just starting shit. Men being men. It's going to make a lot of his teammates mad if he's bad because then it just makes him look like he's trying to be a tough guy. Yeah. Uh, other training camp news. Matthew Stafford has a lingering elbow problem that Sean McVay has admitted might linger into the season. Something to pay attention to for gambling markets, something to pay attention to for fantasy. The Stafford stuff, man, he's going to try to play through it, but elbows are an important part of throwing. 
who knows? The way he throws, he throws so hard. He might need Tommy John. You never, I mean, you, know, you don't know. Who the hell knows? I'm kind of surprised. More quarterbacks don't need Tommy John, but I guess they throw like way less often. Baseball people throw like all the time. So I suppose that's possible. Let's get a take from Colin Cowherd. So the Padres got Manny Machado a couple years ago. They have Fernando Tatis Jr. Now they've traded for Juan Soto. And Colin's like, how can they afford all these people? So he supposes something. The Padres are the small market team that yeah. spends like a big market. Right. Explain it to me. Okay. I think it's yeah. the $100 billion surplus California has as a state. Uh, uh, huh. So the Padres, the professional sports team, are spending money because the state of California has a surplus? Hmm. All right. Let's, let's flesh this out, Colin. During COVID, 45 states went broke. California flourished because... Oh, uh, I know what happened. Colin's been reading the newspaper. Or maybe he's been listening to a podcast and they were like, California's actually doing really well. And he's like, That's, that makes sense. How can I prove to people that I'm smart and pay attention to things other than sports? Okay, let's go. Because Zoom is located here. Um, and DocuSign and Netflix and many of the companies we use. So these Silicon Valley companies make a lot of money, kind of. Netflix, not doing so great. And because Netflix makes a lot of money, the Padres are going to... Got it. You are smart. Good job, Colin. Colin! Good job. You're a good, you're a good boy. Good work. California's rich, so the Padres spend money. Okay, all right, who's ready to shit on the University of Michigan? Remember that time when they had a sexual predator? as a doctor and the football team knew about it. Bo Schembechler, that guy, the legendary coach was just like joking about how the doctor's fondling and like molesting and sexually assaulting his players. And he's like, oh, whatever. And then you didn't hear about it because it happened during COVID and the university of Michigan controls sports media. Do you remember that? No. Rich Eisen, Mike Tirico silent on this Tom Brady silent from an amount of victim standpoint. It's like right up there with like Larry Nasser, like just, disgusting the fact that they have an athletics program is gross well it turns out their hockey program is fucked up too the title of this article by katie strang who is an elite hockey writer elite michigan men's hockey coach accused of berating staff misleading recruits and retaliating against a team captain allegedly people knew about sexual harassment allegedly there was abusive behavior going on to recruits allegedly all of this this is what everyone is alleging now uh, the coach, Mel Pearson, is accused of telling players to provide false information on COVID contact tracing forms, misleading recruits, how much scholarship money they would receive, and allegedly calling a player a Jew. So, but you won't hear about this that much. There'll be a couple articles. Some people in the state of Michigan will get mad, but then shh, because sh- 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 Michigan is where a lot of these guys that run sports media behind the camera and in the editorial staff rooms Went to college. Michigan, Syracuse, Northwestern. That's where sports media went to college. So you're going to shush, 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 That's what's going to happen. Nothing. Also, it's hockey. Nothing will happen. I cannot believe the NCAA haven't punished them for their, like, literal sexual predatorial bullshit of their football program, and nothing happened. 
So this doesn't surprise me. If you want to read more about it, uh, it's going to be sort of all over the internet for like 25 minutes, and then you'll miss it. There will be some good TikToks about it. There will be some good tweets about it. But again, like I said, people are not going to talk about this because it's Michigan. So this guy has been doing this allegedly for years. On Monday, the athletic director, Wade Manuel, um, made some sort of statement. Quote, we are unable to comment on personal mat- on personnel matters. Oh, Neato. And all of, apparently, like, the amount of players that have come out about this guy uh, are egregious. Like, all of the players are like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Michigan uh, is a very proud hockey program and has produced some good players, but recently they produced all of the good NHL prospects, including a guy named Owen Power, which is the sickest name ever, Owen Power. So we'll see what happens. My guess is literally nothing. I bet the guy leaves or is fired or whatever, but the Michigan sports media cartel is legit. Just keep telling people Michigan is a gross program and that they're just as dirty and screwed up. I mean, it's one thing to have tried to cheat to win games. It's another thing to allow like sexual harassment and anti-Semitism at like all of your sports. Not a good look just because Rich Eisen is like the 75th best NFL commentator. That's going to do it. Interesting to see he'll be back and better than ever tomorrow. We are going to break down every play of the NFL Hall of Fame game. But we're all going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about what to watch this weekend. Next week, we've got real uh, NFL preseason football, fantasy drafts, all that stuff is coming up. Like, review, subscribe, back and better than ever tomorrow.